a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! G'day, it's Maroon here. This week on Footy Talk with Wado and Woodsy and myself, we're going to talk about this. We're going to have a rundown of Nico Hines' week from hell last week, which he finished off very strong. I think we have some audio of Gordy having a crack at us again. So he's been into us, the big fella. I want, to have, a, I want to have a listen to that and maybe we can respond. G'day, everybody. It's the Footy Talk podcast. This edition with, of course, Maroon, Wado and Woodsy, Wade Graham and Aaron Woods. Morning to you, Wado. Good morning. Good morning. How good? The footy's back. Great to be back in here for our second week. Woodsy. Maroon, how are you, mate? What a day today is. Yeah, well, it's Valentine's Day. One of the great days of the year, big fella. Yeah. How many uh, years have you been married? Uh, Going on six into seven, I reckon. Okay. Well, the question straight up is, what have you done for your beautiful wife? Which I do say again, (laughs) Wood Wado, friends of mine saw him at Broadbeach at the Langham (laughs) and they said, this lovely girl, she must have a seeing eye dog because punching (laughs) her Now, look, so I haven't done anything as of yet. Because I was up early this morning because of training. So I'm going to go get the lift downstairs and hopefully there's a couple of flower shops that are open. Right. Get her a couple of roses mm-hmm. and then take her up to my mate's restaurant in Peakhurst. All right. Well, yeah. don't, don't call into the servo at Peakhurst and buy the flowers, will you? I <laughs> thought for sure you would have had Lugano seafood. No, no, mate. No, you know, I'm not a fan, Wado. Not a fan that uh, not big enough. So really? I'm going to go to the uh, pizza wow. pasta, Siena's on Forest. Right. Well, I'm nice. a fan of Lugano seafood if anyone's <laughs> listening. I wouldn't knock it back, but. No. Well, the food's beautiful. Oh, well, I'm just going to, um, I've already got my wife a little something, but I haven't seen her really as yet because she got off and went to work and I was walking the dog already. And uh, But, mate, I never forget uh, Valentine's Day, 39 years together. I always get her oh, yeah. something. Wado, now you were going to get married, but COVID, what happened there? Yeah, so we had our wedding plan for the first year that COVID actually broke out into the world. Because we're getting married in Montreal, that's where my, my partner's from. Mm-hmm. Two years, everything was shut down. And then last year, it was still up in the air about travelling. So we just pushed it back one more year. So, so um, do you get to have a Bucks in Sydney, then one in Montreal? I've, that's the plan. Oh, that's yeah, the plan. I think because not everyone's going to be able to make it over to the wedding. It is a big commitment. So yeah, I'll definitely do something here. Like maybe a pseudo engagement party, Bucks yep. party, and then maybe a trip on the way over. Like either mm. I'm off. Munich, Germany, oh, yeah. Oktoberfest, yeah. or, or I can go the other way and head to somewhere yeah. like Miami on the way up. Yeah. Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> yeah. You, I, it does I, things to people. You've gone down the wrong path here, Wade. This is, you know, <laughs> this is blokes like, you know, this good mate of mine, Tim Gilbert, Channel 9, yeah, yeah, but yep. when he turned 50, he must have had nine parties. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like you're going to have four bucks parties. There's like, nothing wrong with that. At the end of the day, nobody cares, mate. Get married and get on with your life. What about when you have a retirement party? Well, just have one. Just no, have one. You want to embrace it. This you want is, to have a bit of fun. This is one of these pet hates of mine, these people having send-offs and, like, just go. See you later. Thanks for your time. <laughs> anyway, better Jeez, talk. you're cranky wow. today. Oh, I'm just wow. getting old, I think. I think I'm just not getting enough sleep. Great weekend of uh, in the preseason challenge, of course. We had the All-Stars game. Nico Hines was incredible in parts of that All-Stars game. And on the back of that, boys, we're hearing that he's about to sign a long-term deal with your Sharkies. Wait, oh, somewhere in the vicinity of eight fifty a year, Oh, well, I don't deal with the numbers there, but that's um, unders. Yeah, oh. he certainly he's gone to the elite level of, yep. of halves in the NRL, so he could pretty much command you know whatever he likes out there on the open market. So I think he's obviously settled great into the club. It makes sense, right? It makes sense. He's he's a great player. He's a great person. I think he's got two years to go currently on his 
contract, I'll make sense that club will sit down with him probably sooner rather than later and really uh, lengthen the contract and keep him at Sharks, hopefully for as long as possible. Yeah. Uh, we'll go, like, like for me, it just showed you the week he had, like, you know, all the stuff that come out about his mum. A lot of people, that would have knocked him down. Uh, yeah. A lot of people probably would have pulled out of the, the All-Stars. But to his credit and how mature he is as a, as a player and a person and you hear a lot about he's obviously got someone he speaks to away from footy, you know, what Melbourne has done for him down there. But to come out, you know, to get the Preston Campbell medal, and I think he was even playing bits and pieces of fullback, you know, five, eight halves. He's a very strong mentally person and, mate, so happy for him. Yeah, well, he's, he's come back to um, preseason, you know, as hungry as ever. You know, he's had such a great season last year, Dalian Player of the yeah. Year, halfback of the year. He wants to go after it again. He wants, to, he wants to back up last season. You can see it in the way he prepares, how he's been training. Um, and the way just he carries himself. So we had our season launch last night. Yep. And he's named vice captain. So another beautiful. another role. So it'll be me and Dale as, as co-captains this yep. year and, mm-hmm. and Nico as vice captain. And when we're out on the field, he dominates with how he talks and um, how he gets the team around the park. And yeah, you can just see it in his preparation. He's really gearing up to try and make a repeat of last year. He's been outstanding. Like a lot of people that do leave Melbourne, they've got that question mark, can they do it outside that system? And if anything, he's gone lengths ahead of what he was before because he was sort of feeling it fullback, you know, when Munster was out or or uh, Pappenhausen. But, mate, he's been at you guys. He's been absolutely phenomenal. How was the uh, season launch? Uh, thanks for the invite too. Wait, oh, that was... <laughs> Maroon's dirty. Hey, you, you, hey, invites... Maroon's dirty. You didn't give him a hosting gig. Could have got a little bit of <laughs> That's exactly where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> Talking yeah. about, mate, 8.50 for Nico's. Yeah. Like, invitation to the launch. I just play for the club. I don't run the club. Mate, you're a senior figure down there. You're a senior figure in the show. There's Paul Gallen. Yeah, you need to ring Gow. Yeah. He's the yeah. one. Paul Gallen, no, E.T., see, and Gow, then there's you. He, Gow knew if he had invited you, he wouldn't have got a snip himself. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Gal would have been looking for a clip. <laughs> now, uh, the Dragons, on the other hand, got beat by St. Helens, 30 points to 18. So, obviously, uh, Woodsy, we don't read a lot into it. We've been, had this chat whether or not you win or lose trials. But what did you make of it? No, we were pretty happy. Um, obviously, St. Helens have won the comp four years in a row over in the Super League. They come out with a real strong side. You know, they've got a big game against Penrith next week, which is a World Club challenge. And we gave a lot of young kids uh, an opportunity to see what they could do when they go out there against playing against the men. And, you know, we we're pretty happy. Um, you know, we, we watched a bit of the tape um, yesterday at our recovery and review. And, look, there's a lot of areas we'd like to fix up, but they really did hold their own. And, you know, we had quite a few forwards missing. Um, ben Hunt didn't play. You know, young Jaden Sullivan was out. Amon's out of our squad for a, for a bit of a question mark at the moment. Um, and, you know, we had a few in the All-Stars game as well. So the boys that, that did play, they did put their hands up. But in saying that, the St. Helens, they were really good. And, and a couple of their ex-NRL players, really good to watch. Like seeing Curtis Searin run around again. I think he's not, not a waste over there, but I'd love to see him back in the NRL because I thought he was one of the best players on the field. Yeah, they looked sharp, didn't they, St. Helens? Be a good game against Penrith. Did you get a chance to look at that game, Wado? Yeah, I did. I just think, you know, it's always hard in the trials. You, yeah. You know, combinations with young players. Um, the Dragons are already struggling with a, with a few injuries. As you said, Birdie, um, yep. you know, O'Sullivan, Hunt not playing. So you take away your key experience in the spine. It's always hard to get that cohesion and get that start. And then you add that extra level of fatigue because you're just not quite at the match fitness that you need to be. Um, you can see trials descend in a bit of carnage at the end there, errors mm. and lost ball, even mm. our game over the weekend in, the, in that last quarter, the sort of the game just catches up to you because you just haven't got that match condition. So, um, 
you just want to pretty much make sure you're getting the effort in, getting the heart rate up, make a few tackles, and then hopefully, um, just you know, get injury, injury freeze is yeah. the biggest thing at this time of year. Well, that Dolphins uh, game, <laughs> Dolphins Cowboys, that dragged on worse than the Super League, didn't it? Toward well, the end there, the well, Super League uh, or the Super Bowl? Oh, Super Bowl, Super I beg your pardon. I think you were just happy that there was no extra time. Oh, I was very happy, <laughs> and I felt the same too about the Super Bowl yesterday. <laughs> yeah. that, mate, that, that's one. The fourth quarter goes for about an hour. That just takes forever, doesn't it? The sponsors would love it. Honestly. Well, how long's half time go for? I'm not sure. With the performance. Well, Rihanna sang uh, a yeah. about four songs. Wish it went shorter. You almost have to prepare for two games. Oh, you know, we're going to play yeah. the first game, and then we're going to have a break, and then we'll play another game. And if you're hosting something like I was, the big, I've got the important thing on the Super Bowl day. You know, you, you welcome everyone, and you're not needed again till. Quarter time, half time. Mate, you could go home and walk the dog, have a workout. <laughs> and then you've got to go to your next gig. That's you the do. hardest part. You do. That's the most, <laughs> you know, getting them all in. Now, we always worry about injuries this time of year in preseason. And over the years, we've seen some awful injuries around uh, the Charity Shield, the All-Stars, et cetera, et cetera. We thought we were going to get away unscathed, but Justin Olam is pretty banged up. And so too is uh, the young Canberra fullback, Savage. Justin Olam, he's going to be missed by Melbourne Woodsy, but G Savage is a big out. Yeah, look, I've never seen Justin Allen get injured in my life. He's he's actually made out of granite. And I think it was his first carry of the ball. Remember that day he broke J Moss's nose? Unbelievable. <laughs> and and <laughs> oh, mate, speaking of J Moss, geez, we heard about that for the rest of the flight oh, home. Oh mate. Oh, he's not one pretty uh, good looking bloke either, just quietly. So he probably fixed him up. But um <laughs> look, honestly, Olam was just the first carry come out of reeling out of the tackle you know you don't want to see that but like you said Savage is such a big player big player for Canberra Raiders you know he's their link man he's he's one of the main parts of their spine and you know you can probably sort of get away a little bit with with Justin Mullen because he's a centre you could probably put one of your big men out there you know they push Solomon probably the back row and then push one of the back rowers out so just losing someone like Savage, and I think it's probably eight weeks, so he's going to miss probably the first you know month to six weeks of the of the season that's, that's such a big loss and you know, for the first try, I think Stick would be quite disappointed in, in losing him. Yeah, he's certainly that player that has spark. He just adds spark. He, he moves well. He pops up in the right place, and he turns those, you know, half opportunities into full opportunities. So I agree, it's a, it's a big loss, and it's unlucky for the young man too. He would have trained all preseason looking forward to trying. Yeah. Every year you try and get better as a young guy, better and better, and you tear in all preseason, and then to unfortunately have a little setback like this, not ideal. Yeah. Can we tell the um, Justin Ollum, Jamal's story? Yes, go for your life. Yes, please do. <laughs> James, he normally plays on the left and he got switched to the other side of the field. And it's like, oh, he, I think he even said it um, training that he's come up against Justin Ollum and you know, you got to have your eyes ready to you go. you got to be he, ready. you got to be ready. He's, he's, he plays hard. He just goes, it's, it's like he's shot out of a cannon. Yeah. And the first, Run, I think he had. Or it might have been the first tackle. Mm. Jamal just got up out of the line. Just had a head clash with him. Straight oh, head yeah. clash. If front the camera's on. honest, his nose has come out like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I swear he just manifested mm. it. Right, the first guy. And there's, if there's one guy you don't have a head clash with, it's Juzzy Olam coming out your full pelt. Yeah. And Jamal's nose was crooked. I actually looked at him and we had, laughed a, had a little field. giggle on the field. Yeah. He said, "Oh, well." But it's also if there's one guy you don't want to get hit because you know you got to put up with him for the next four weeks of training. And he was my locker buddy. It's j <laughs> Yeah. He just never let it go. Does anything ever happen on the field? I mean, you said you, said you had a chuckle like that, but has anything ever happened where you just laugh uncontrollably? Ah, uh, not uncontrollably. There yeah. are stuff. I'll tell you, no, you know, I'll tell you what, I love playing with Wado because he's like playing with a commentator yeah. and he'll just call things on a run. And, <laughs> you know, I remember one game, I can't remember, we are winning by like 30 and then he didn't call a run, but like we packed down. It was, about, it was against Manly up at Central Coast that year. And we're up probably, I think it was 40 to 16, and we wanted to keep our four and against the right, and he just gets a scrum and goes, hey, boys, 
Let's just call it off now. You know, we're going to Sheds to have a couple of beers together and we all get through injury-free and let's play next week. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the end of He's the game? He's a man's man, waiter. Was that the end of the game? Yeah. We just didn't want to get injured. We had a big game nah, the week you know, after. Like what tears me right at the end, when the game's out of touch. Right? Yep. I understand if the game's on line, when the game's out of touch, mm. they pack the scrums. They rush to pack the scrums to get the time off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on, please. Like, we just flogged yeah. each other yeah, just, for 79 minutes, yeah. like 79 minutes and 30 seconds. The game's gone. You're down by... 22 points. You're not getting it in 20 seconds and you're still rushing for yeah. the time. So they can see themselves on video the next week oh. going, oh, good effort, boys. <laughs> yeah. like, well, no, the other one, when you get pumped in the last minute and then where was that, 79 minutes ago? Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it, boys. Yeah. On Footy Talk, Wado, Woodsy and Maroon, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we'll talk about Kalen Ponga. <laughs> Kalen Ponga, boys, we had that drama centering around the toilets that involved Kurt Mann and last NRL season. Anyway, Kalen's come out and had this to say. There was a period that I'll look back on and I think at, uh, like hopefully down the track, and, and even now, it's probably one of the most pivotal moments of my life. Yeah, I've, I've learned, a lot from that, I learned a lot from that time. Being in my concussion at, at that time, not being able to play and show everyone that um, I do care about the club uh, was tough for me. Uh, like I said, I've reflected upon my responsibilities as a leader. Um, I've learned so much from that time. And, yeah, looking forward in 2023, I just want to set new standards, be a better leader for this team and for the, yeah, for the boys that I'm playing with. So on the back of that, what do you make of that, Woodsy? Like, I mean, I've I got to be honest, whatever it is, I'm getting a little bit sick of hearing about it. It's happened however long ago. Thinking about it, he's a club captain. You know, you can't hide. You've got to come out and front foot it. He should have just spoke about it then. You know, he went into the toilets with um, Kurt Mann. They did whatever they did come out move on just front foot it there straight away now it's dragged on what six months or eight mm. months however long it's been we're coming into a new season he obviously he's coming off his injuries hopefully he's getting the first trial this week now we're like talking about the toilet again mm. he's just got to knock it on the head you want to be captain i know he's got this like blase attitude like a, you know he's pretty cruisy type but then when he crosses the field he, he, he he's straight onto it blah 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 but when you're club captain you got sponsors and all that you got to look after you just need to front foot these little things. Look, I love him as a player. I love watching him. Love watching him play for Queens and love watching him play for Newcastle. But you're not a kid, mate. You've got to grow up. You're, you're a captain of the club and you're the face of it. He's one of the, the superstars of our game. He's one of the highest earners. you just got to front foot those things so, you know, we can just knock it in the back. It, it's all been spoke about. We don't need to go on about it for the new year of footy. Yeah, and Wado, he only played maybe 14, 15 games last year. I agree with Woody. I think, you know, something that I've learned throughout my career Certainly, whether it's, it's, it could be good stuff or it could be bad stuff, but it's better just to address it straight away, say what you have to say, um, and, and then move on, right? You, you're never going to get bogged down for too long in, in incidents or even, like I said, even in the good stuff. You have a good game, you talk about it, fine. Address that, turn up the next train, uh, the next day at train, and you get on to the next week. Mm. Again, because he failed to address it, what was it, four months ago, five months ago? It could be more than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So because he failed to address it then, you come now and – and now we're talking Still about that it, again yeah. instead of, as Woody said, talking about the new season, talking about how good he's feeling, talking about how he's uh, travelling after his concussion stuff. Yeah. Um, we should be talking about that. And instead he, he has to face, I don't know, has to talk about an incident that happened, you know, halfway through last season. He's got to step up to the plate this season. I worry about Newcastle, Adam O'Brien. He's got to be under a lot of pressure. Look, I reckon if he can dominate, I think Jackson Hastings is going to be really good for him, Maroon. I think Jackson Hastings is the type of player. He wants to be on the ball. He controls a lot of things. Because when he was at the Tigers, he used to have the most touches per game. And I think that'll take a lot of pressure off Kalen. And I think that's going to really benefit him as well. So when he sees something, he can just just do his overriding call and call it. Whereas Hastings will do all the setup plays. Everything will be on him. And then when Ponga can chime in, chime out, I think that's going to really relish his style of play. And 
you know, like you said, there's a lot of heat on Adam O'Brien. Um, you know, you got your Safidi brothers who they didn't go away on the World Cup. They wanted to focus on their preseason, get their body right so they can start strong. And from all signs up there, they're, they're all in a really good space. Everyone's fit and firing, but we'll see how the start of the season goes for them. Well, as Wade Graham would say, yes, they all it. look flash when they're training. Everyone does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've yet to hear one bloke say at this point of the preseason, geez, I've had a shit preseason. I'm not feeling good. <laughs> I know one person, Jack, Jack Bird. <laughs> <laughs> he'd, he'd complain if he won the lottery. Oh, Birdie. He's actually he was up shopping in our neighbourhood the other yes, weekend. Yes, I've heard. I've uh, heard. In the Shire. Could have bought there six years ago for a million dollars cheaper, but now he's come crawling back. Oh, <laughs> uh, you blokes. Now, obviously, um, you've checked, uh, you've had a look at some of those emails on the desk there, boys, all congratulating both of you on and week yourself. one. And the, yourself. And myself, yes. But uh, I'm like the father figure of you. You two are the stars and I'm happy to get in a dummy half and just send the ball out to you blokes. And by gee, you've had some, look at all these emails, all really good feedback from across Sydney and Brisbane and Wollongong and this one here from Toowoomba. Queensland, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, I think uh, as Gordy Tallis might have weighed in. Let's yeah, have I've a been, listen. I've been waiting to listen to this. Yeah. He hasn't said nothing. That's unusual. Just have a listen to this. Actually, yeah. speaking of shows and ratings, I, I believe Aaron Woods and Wade Graham are getting a bit competitive and have declared they want to get the highest rating podcast of the week. They're coming. <laughs> <for it. laughs> oh, God, are they comedians as well? <laughs> well. Well, listen, they got to say something. they got to make a headline. they got to get on the back page of the paper complaining about players being overpaid, <laughs> carrying on about the CBA. they got to do something like that if they want to be the number one podcast. And they're certainly not saying they're walking down the main streets nude, that's for sure. Oh, no, that would be a bad sight. Big Aaron. Right. Oh, well, mate, I'm nearly 50. <laughs> mate, give me, mate, give me six weeks. I'll back myself. Oh. <laughs> In budgies over here. Well, oh, there that'll you go. Me. Let's put on, Gordy. You look like an ogre, all right, mate? And I look way better than you and a pair of budgie smugglers. So, do we have the official numbers from week one? Well, I, have to go I've got a graph here and, um, I don't know what they refer to in actual numbers, but our graph's about 35% higher than everyone else's. So, congratulations. You, know, you know, the good thing is, too, Gordy mm. hasn't got one bite of the cherry. He's got two because he's on Monday and Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. So, get that in you, big fella. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, we love him. We love Gordy. Oh, I love him. We, and we love oh, I love to beat him, too. Emma Lawrence. But those two together, it's vegetable lasagna. <laughs> yeah, you you bashing. Yeah, yeah. Like you two. <laughs> You two, it's just you turn up, you're prepared. You're current NRL players. Is Gordy a current NRL player? No. He was a great player. He was. He was, was, he was, was. If I want a history lesson, I'll, <laughs> I'll pop over to the library. Oh, well, it was a good start. I like fast starts, always important. Put you, you know, in, in the right frame of mind. So hopefully we can keep the momentum going. Mm. And I want to get serious about this and oh, see, how, see how we go at the back end of the year. Yeah, well, look, you know, in, in, in these type of things, ratings, it's not enough to win. There has to be a loser and you have to be able to point it out, all right? And, and that's going to be – who's that going to be? Well, I think the it The Jernos. Might, yeah. No. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll Michael Chemis and Danny Widler. Then another lesson I'll teach you, guys. No, I like them. I like We need them on our side. Yeah, you do. Even in this game, <laughs> even if you do lose, you just pluck one out of your bum like this. Yeah, but we're still number one, all people 10 plus that wear blue jeans and drive a Mitsubishi <laughs> Magna. You always win something. I'll tell you what, too. I'm ready. I'm actually ready to take my game to the next level. On this stuff, you know okay. why? Mm. I've worked off and on here at Triple M for I reckon maybe three or four years. These yeah. past, you know, through the COVID stuff and for a long time, actually been a friend of a show for a long time. Always willing to come in, 
Today's the first day I actually got a pass to the building. Yes. Because so, you know why? Because you're number one rating, brother. Yeah, that's that's it. why. Is this what's number one get you? Well, I'm going to keep going after well, it. Well, where are you going to put it? Are you going to put it in your wallet or are you going to lose it? I'm going to put it in my it? wallet, yeah. No, I'm going to lose it. I've been, I've been <laughs> after one of those for so long and I've finally got it, so I'm ready to go. Big weekend in the trials coming up, boys. We'll get a chance uh, through the week to talk about that. But Charity Shield up there at the beautiful Glen Willow Stadium in yep, Mudgee. Mudgee. You're heading up for that, Woodsy? Yeah, can't wait. We're really excited. We go down on uh, Thursday. Uh, we've got a little bit of community work down there. And boys are excited. It's the first time we're going to have our, probably, our proper 18 players playing. So yeah. we're really excited. And the World Club Challenge. Now, what does that mean from a player's point of view, having done it recently yourself, Wado? Uh, we enjoyed it. Like we enjoyed the whole experience. Really, it's pretty cool, like, especially for the for our young guys. Um, the opportunity to travel, you travel in style. When we travel, we went over in first class. The NRL paid for that, so or business. So, really, you'd, you'd never experience. Wasn't it on the CBA either. <laughs> <laughs> but like for me, certainly, I'd never travelled like that before. So that was sort of pretty cool. And then you know we we're still in sort of preseason mode, getting ready for the next season. Um, but it was a good way to cap off last year to bring back some memories and. Um, just to reflect on what we've been able to achieve. And then we got a game of footy. Unfortunately, we got beat. And it was, it was really disappointing. You want to tick that off. You want to win the competition. And then you do really want to win the World Club Channel. Well, so I certainly did. But we had a few changes. Mickey Ennis retired. So we had Jaden Braley debuting. And we had Jesse Raymond actually oh, yeah. debuted mm. in that game. So we had a couple of young guys get an opportunity. Disappointing that we, we couldn't get it done. But, yeah, I, I enjoyed the whole whole experience. I, I think for Penrith, this is the last thing that they need to do as well to tick off. You know, they – they won a comp two years in a row, but they didn't get the opportunity to have the World Club Challenge because yeah. of COVID. And, mm. mate, what better place to do it out at Penrith, you know, in front of their home crowd? You know, they've, they've missed a few games through that COVID period. And then to get that World Club Challenge there, it's going to be amazing scenes out there on Saturday night. I what? think um, it's supposed to be a hot one out there at the foot Ooh, of the yeah. mountain. So Ooh, the European yeah. boys could be in a little bit of trouble. They said how hot it was on Saturday night down at the gong, yeah. and it wasn't too hot. We had a good sea breeze down yeah. there. So yeah. good luck out at Penrith, wow. boys. Well, boys, uh, we'll see how the ratings go for this week in the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the ratings war. But uh, you blokes, you've, the only thing is you're not humble. You've had a crack at the other hey, blokes. when you're winning, you do what you want. You've called them vegetable lasagna. You've, <laughs> you've had a crack at Gordy Tallis. You know, so you're not humble. So you, well, they say you go after the big dogs, so yeah, people if, are coming after us now. If you're going to walk the walk, you've got to, if you're going to talk the talk, you've got to walk the walk. But until next week, Wade Graham, best of luck. Thank you, Maroon. Thank Woodsy, you. we'll see you next week. We're calling some games together. Can't wait. Pleasure.